one. All right. Welcome to the Beyond the Boundary IPL podcast. Uh, this is episode one with me, Nikhil, and Thomas. Thomas, say hi. Hey guys. All hey right. Guys. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to analyze each team individually and uh, since this is the first podcast we're probably going to get into the nitty-gritties of how the IPL bio bubble is going to function. So I think we we'll get into that really quick Thomas maybe like a 2-3 minute intro on uh, you know what are the protocols and we'll just we'll just brush through it really quick. I think most of us have been in touch with yeah. what's happening because I mean let's face it all of us are sitting at home yeah. so we really don't have much to do so we are going yes. through, we are going through these protocols yes. especially most cricket fans are just looking forward to the IPL because we haven't had you know action in uh, I mean yes. we all expect the IPL to happen in the summer so uh, it's 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 long overdue so let's just get straight into that so let's just start yep. with the uh, IPL bio bubble so, uh, if uh, for for those of you who uh, have been following the NBA are aware of this uh, ring that it that you know basically measures your physiological uh, aspects of your body and keeps keeps a track of that. It's called an aura ring. So it checks your sleep and uh, can even check get your early body temperature checks in. And um, basically, this is the the reason they wear this is uh, if you have the early signs of COVID nineteen, uh, you can really get ahead of the game and uh, you know understand it way before uh, you actually test positive and then uh, we, we we are aware that uh, I mean over 10 players in CSK 10, 10 members of the team let's just say uh, have tested positive uh, so it's, it's good that you know the IPL is taking uh, this kind of an initiative and then they also have a Bluetooth device that, that tracks your movements a lot of members in the RCB camp spoke about this on social media. So basically, if you move outside the, uh, you know, the confines of of your bubble or the areas of your resort that aren't, you know, uh, free to to to, to roam around, uh, a message goes to the the senior most team official that's traveling with you and uh, the BCCI as well. So the repercussions could be severe. And then also, Thomas, I guess uh, you can you can talk about uh, what are the protocols if if a member needs to leave the bubble for any reason and then come back because given that we still have 14 days for the IPL to start at the time of recording, it's uh, 5th September today. So yeah, why don't you take it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, it's not as if the players can not leave the bubble. I mean, uh, I'm sure there might be a number of reasons why they could uh, leave the bubble. It could be personal reasons, a family member could be sick, and a number of reasons. But before that, they can't just leave off their own accord, like how they could do in normal times, like pre-COVID. So what they have to do is they have to inform the uh, team management and then then accordingly state like, oh, will you be away for the entire tournament or will you be uh, away for a short time? Sort of like how the NBA is functioning. So, uh, yeah, that's the thing. And one more thing is if you were to go outside the boundary, there are certain repercussions like uh, you could uh, potentially not get paid. Uh, which are quite serious to these players like uh, if they were to like pull off a scenario where they're urging for a particular food item which they will have to curb for now yeah exactly i think i think virat kohli really summarized it uh, that that we have come here to play cricket and not to have fun 
and i think that 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 yep. headline yes. really resonated with a lot of the cricketers because you need to take the sanctity of this bio bubble really seriously because even one slip up and the whole tournament yep. could yep. be in jeopardy like let's just let's just put a hypothetical up there that one one player from let's just say uh, csk because they're in the news for you know uh, being covid positive if one player does leave the bubble and then comes back uh and and does test positive you are virtually infecting everyone in your surroundings because you're training together and then that could you know really have a impact on the fixture list and then if one team fixture moves around uh potentially it's a dominoes and then you just have to change everything and then logistically it just becomes a nightmare so i guess uh, that that's that's not just that uh, yeah. go ahead Those? Yeah, not just that. Like uh, yeah. most of the teams, they won't be living in uh, hotels. They would be living in. Uh, some of the teams would be sharing the same way. There would be a lot of contact between different teams, and then uh, tracing the the virus would be a headache altogether. I think the players should be taking it a little seriously. Yeah, totally, man. uh so that's the thing so you yeah, are this this is we are living in in extraordinary times so let's just uh uh get straight into the the nitty gritties of the tournament so i think we we we're going to start with csk so as most of you have heard um yep suresh raina and harbhajan singh have uh, left the setup and both of them have cited personal reasons suresh raina has probably delved into it a little more considering uh he left the bubble close to a week back and uh, he did have a couple of tweets yep. about i mean talk about it on social media about his issues with his family uh, there was uh, his mysterious death of his uncle which they still not uh, able to figure out exactly what happened and then his uh, i think even his aunt uh, passed away uh, in the icu and then it was yeah it's, it's just a really sad time for uh, him so condolences to his family and uh, harbhajan singh has cited personal reasons and one of the statements that was floating around uh, that came from him he spoke about how that sometimes family is a lot more important than cricket so we don't want to infer too much but i guess uh, something like a bio bubble can can really take you know a toll on you mentally and uh, yep it it makes sense that if 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 you're not mentally there or in the right headspace to play and you know the, this is a time where where you've got to keep your loved ones close to you because you you really don't know what's going to happen uh with this there yep. is just this huge amount of uncertainty here so if if that's their personal call or uh, we don't want to delve into it too much and then you know go go around like the media does asking if it is covid that is you know really scaring the bejesus out of them but that's their call totally yep. and, and if they do leave it's it's fine but uh, it does it it is a potential nightmare for the csk think tank because you're you're losing two of your most experienced or one of i mean yeah the the indian experience core that they have because you lose your your against yep. middle order player in suresh raina and then potentially your most experienced uh, indian bowler or uh, down or uh, lower down the order so i guess there there's a lot of problems there and we we could potentially talk about uh, replacements but i guess csk hasn't uh, you know gotten a replacement yet they they probably need to need to start thinking about that soon considering the tournament is just 2 weeks away and then you have your quarantine protocols 
and all of that stuff so uh should we should we get into the the playing 11s now then thomas and then the potential swot analysis yes uh, we should so right. yeah i think you should like i think you've done a little more dev, uh, research into this i think you should uh, start off all right okay so uh, i think there there were a couple things that i, I wanted to to touch upon so obviously with dhoni and raina retiring uh, didn't want to go too much into it but just just like uh, this is a personal mention i think from both me and thomas that you know they 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 they're both bonafide ipl legends and it's 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 it was a little sad for for all of us when when they both announced their retirement but uh then again i guess you it you, they can't really go on playing forever and uh, international cricket does take a toll on you so it's it's uh, good good memories associated with both dhoni and raina and uh, i think with yeah. that i i want to get into uh, csk in more uh, greater detail so uh, obviously yep. our our ideas of the ideal playing 11 do get thrown out of uh, like you know you are just thrown off completely because you are not really sure who makes it now with with two key players you know just uh, leaving the bubble so um yep. obviously i'm i'm just going to get into it uh, keeping these considerations in mind so i i would have either one of ambati raidu or murli vijay opening with shane watson up top because uh, shane shane watson yeah, has, I, uh, do you agree with that uh no so like i think uh uh, uh so i think that raidu would uh, get the get, uh, go, would get the okay instead of uh, uh, murli vijay because he has more uh, yeah because he has more um, IPL recent IPL experience that's what i would yeah, say for sure. uh, to that question yeah one thing which i'm worried about that opening partnership is watson like so watson he would be out of match fitness by now and the uh, so since he is not uh, involved in international cricket that much he would be involved in all these domestic uh, t20 leagues and i think the last time he played would have been the bbl mm-hmm. uh, if i'm not wrong Yeah, and he didn't do all that well in the BBL. So uh, I'm not too sure about a Watson whether he warrants a place in the playing eleven. But since he's an experienced head, I can see them going for him. That's one thing. But like I, I would say that they could, they they would be better served. If, I mean, it, it, it's Dhoni here, so like I'm pretty sure he would go for a more experienced eleven. But like yeah. I'm pretty sure they could use Watson in a more better way like i mean i don't know they can use the spot for a di- different person but like yeah, i could see me to say that, that you uh, want watson in the middle order no i i would say that no so like watson i don't think his place is set in stone but i think that fab could get an opportunity to open the batting because uh, he's uh, played more recently that's my mm-hmm. this thing and he has been in decent touch like uh, he's not been uh, out of touch of cricket that's one thing okay I mean, yeah, point taken. But uh, then again, I feel like okay, I'm just gonna get into the the middle order. But I, I do feel like the reason Faf needs to be in the middle order is because you lose a person like Raina. So that's why at number three, I would play Faf because that 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 yeah, yeah. number three position has just been so crucial for for CSK over the over the last their history because Raina has played that. that number 3 position yeah. for the longest time right yeah so uh, i would have faf yeah. again just because of the experience and that's the thing if you have raidu and watson if you have faf at 3 it, it is a it's a you you guys they can just go there and and try to get a big score 
in the in the power play and then even if you don't you have faf at at number 3 and uh, yeah. at 4 i would de- yeah. b- before this i wasn't sure about kedar jadhav coming into the team but i think it's it's time that you do keep him there because mm. he is that hard hitting you no know, traditional tennis ball indian player and has a low center of gravity you uh, know can i counter that with okay yeah go ahead yeah why not uh, dodi promoting himself to up to uh, number 4 there I mean, as you we we will mention, and you have already mentioned, the middle order is little flaky and it's little thin mm-hmm. in numbers, especially. So I think Dhoni could benefit from getting more. Uh, I mean, time out there coming in two down. Like, and uh, Kedar Jadhav doesn't need that much time to settle down, and he can. I mean, hit from the off also. So that's what I would say. I know it's been a it's a been a big dream for most Indian players. I mean, Indian fans to have Dhoni above the order. But then again, this is something that Gautam Gambhir and Rahul Dravid. I thought Gautam Gambhir. Gautam Gambhir was an advocate to play Dhoni at the top of the order. But uh, Rahul Dravid spoken about this at length that you don't find a finisher like Dhoni, and he's invaluable at those five and six spots. You can find a player for mm. for number three very easily, but you can't find a player for five and six. I mean, just think about it this way: when when Dhoni leaves next year, you're going to have Jadeja at five, who's by no means as reliable. So that's what that's yeah, the why I have MST there. Because the, now now think about it this way as well, right? Like you have your experienced campaigners like Faf and Watson on the top of the order. So then I feel like those two can can still you know get uh, be there, hang around with Jadeja, even though Jadeja is like not an inexperienced campaigner. He's a good 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 asset yeah. to have. And uh, Dhoni can yep. can really your 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 Jadejas and Sam Curran's and Dwayne Bravo can bat with him because they are of a similar mold. These are all explosive players. Mm. Jadav is as well, but I feel like ja- playing Jadav at four for me right now makes a little more sense because you know Dhoni's experience and can get the best out of those last four five overs. But I wouldn't want to put that kind mm. of a pressure on someone like a Kedar Jadav. Maybe give him. A little more balls. If he doesn't do well, you do have a decent order after Dhoni. You know who could come and give get CSK to that one fifty, one sixty mark. And as we saw yesterday, you know in the England Australia game, that once you get to one sixty, if you have a decent bowling attack, which CSK do, uh, you know it's anyone's yeah. game. So I, I, that's the reason why I feel like Dhoni there. You know, just to make sure you get to that decent score is is invaluable. Yeah. But yeah, I take your point. Yeah, he could he could play on uh, at four down or on on you know days that they're two they're, down. You know, very sorry, my bad. At at four at two down, but um, he could yeah. he could you know come if they've gotten a really good start and they're looking to score two hundred. I think having Dhoni in the around the twelfth or thirteenth over coming in at two down, invaluable. And then you know he could really get them to a two twenty two thirty score. Uh, so yeah, as I, I, no, I think I already my rush. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, tell me. Yeah, no, like my rationale behind uh, putting him at four would have been like, if you've noticed in his recent uh, few series or tournaments, uh, he has taken a little bit of time to settle down. So I, I don't want him like so like I mean I'm not saying that he's reflexive at down, but like I'm pretty sure that his instincts are a little slower now. So I think it would be better served if he were to get a little more time to get more uh, uh, settled into the. Pace uh, and the bounce of the pitch, but yeah, I I see your point of playing him a little lower. Also, he's like a 
safety blanket in that sense that way you're able exactly. to like uh, but see if if Raina was to, still like, in the team, uh, if if Raina didn't leave i would yeah. have played dhoni at four mm. 100% because i feel like having having faf and jadav in the middle order not not as much faf but i'm i'm concerned with jadav so i wouldn't want jadav at five mm. because that position is a lot harder to play than four and jadav has played yep. i i get your point at the two down position even when he had his stints with india so uh, i guess i i think i'm going to try to finish yeah. the playing 11 before you interject me again <laughs> so um i'm going yeah, to go yeah, with jadeja at 6 um and then sam karan um 7 green bravo 8 piyush chavla at 9 uh at 10 i would go Karan Sharma right now because my, my I would I would honestly would would prefer going with Imran Tahir but I feel like the the foreign spots are filled but then that does put a lot of pressure on someone like a Sam Karan or even a Watson who haven't Watson hasn't been as consistent this year as you already said so but for now I yeah. would go with someone like a Karan Sharma uh, because then again with Piyush Chawla and Karan Sharma balling together you have two leggies in tandem. you know similar to the the indian teams kulcha effect that you do have so and and i yep, i've been yeah. a fan of kan sharma in, in recent times and then at um, finally i would have deepak chahar uh, even i think he, yep. he just put up a video on social media that he's recovered so uh, it there with 14 days to go and then i think csk would be starting their training camp pretty soon as soon as uh, they they return with another negative test so I, yeah. i i i like deepak chahar i like the idea of him and then honestly with this you know they have a plethora of bowling options and i feel like they could use with with you know sam karan and duen bravo bowling difficult overs in the past you could traditionally mm. just start out with deepak chahar in the first eight while the ball is relatively new and you know he can get that swing use him up front you could do that as well because with an older ball on a uae pitch i don't think he would provide as much but with a new ball he's invaluable and and dhoni has gotten the best out of him even if you do remember like with the rising pune super giants as well so uh, he's a he's a good option to have there and then uh, with an alternate 11 i'm just going to run through it uh, pretty quick uh, obviously tahir i feel like would walk straight into the squad if you need an experienced spinner since harbhajan singh has left uh and then you have yep. the likes of ngd and hazelwood in the squad as well uh good good fast bowling options to have ngd young super quick uh hazelwood is an experienced campaigner there um and then also you 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 do have uh, r sai kishore who's another off spinning option to have so as considering baji is left uh, they do have only two off spinning options I'm not going to consider Jadeja here because he's a left armer and traditionally most most batsmen across the board are right-handers so then you take that off-spin uh, aspect away from them so it's just Mitchell Mitchell Santner and yeah. Sai Kishore as their off-spinning options as of now so uh, Mitchell Santner is also left armer uh, Oh yeah that's true so it's basically it's just the the 24 year old from from Chennai uh, who's their off-spinning option yeah. really makes him yeah. uh, makes you realize how much they they, they uh, ashwin would have you know helped with this squad but i guess with that that big 7 crore price tag they couldn't have really gone in for a trade for ashwin but yeah it's yeah. um it's it's a it's a decent uh, decently experienced squad yeah they do have two key players missing that that does really change uh, things for them so yeah i'm just going to speak about their strengths there 
their spin bowling even though bhaji has left is still a relative strength they especially given that they're playing in, in uae on those turning tracks uh so uh the spin bowling is a strength i would say their experience is a strength and a weakness um strength because obviously csk have pulled through and you know made the playoffs even in the recent years with this older squad but i feel like in a country like uae with temperatures you know soaring over 40 degrees centigrade and then this 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 ipl is going to be longer than usual so you are going to be playing uh, for for a lot more longer than you you typically do and in warmer temperatures so i feel like yep. something like cramps and dehydration could come in for the older players and and that 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 would be a very dangerous thing they really need to take care of themselves because a lot of them are you know nearing their their last year so i feel like that's a big weakness and now with 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 raina gone uh, mid, and uh, aging dhoni your middle order is very weak i feel like that's a gaping hole that they have here you do have like a lower bayfortin bayfortin that exactly well put because you you do have players like sam karan and duin bravo uh, and jadeja and harbhajan singh who could pitch in with the bat but you know they're not the the kind of players that would stick there and you know really play a long haul for them you never know dhoni may just get the best out of someone like sam karan given that he's so young uh, but yeah it's 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 all uh, it's just can they do it and a lot of ifs over here so um that that i would say um is a weakness uh, opportunity i think uh, give i think i've spoken to, about uh, sai kishore with you before this as well i feel like if they do need an off spinning option coming in because like there's just too much leg spin over here uh our sai kishore could have a very very big opportunity in this ipl given that he's one of the younger players he's done very well in the sayed mushtaq ali trophy and uh, he you know he he could come in and uh, do relatively well and also i feel like it's an opportunity for kedar jadhav because uh, at the start of the ipl with raina in the squad i wasn't very sure if jadhav would make it into the playing 11 i know that that middle order is kind of way for thin and he's done well in the past but i feel like it's an opportunity for him to uh, cement his place in the csk uh squad for maybe even the future considering that the next year you have a mega auction and yeah. threats i think i would go with sam karan even though he doesn't regularly make the england t20 squad but he's a really young guy um has been has played a couple test matches that especially that memorable one against india um for him and then he's done well in the ipl in bits and pieces that hat trick uh against the delhi Were they the Daredevils at that point, or the Capitals? I think yeah, they were the Capitals. The Delhi Capitals last yeah, that year. Was a, that was like uh, yeah. No, no, I think it was last to last season. But yeah, so that that was no what, because uh, Sam Curran came last year only, that's right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was against the Delhi Capitals last year. Uh, so yeah, Sam Curran yeah. could be a very uh, interesting prospect. He, he, you know, he can. He's a. The, I think the 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 thing that stands out about both the Curran brothers, uh, when I Tom Curran and Sam Curran, is that uh, they embrace pressure, which I feel like is a quality that Dhoni does look for in his players. They they do very well mm-hmm. and they stay they stay calm. I mean, I won't say calm. They stay level headed. uh they they're not super cool you could see the pressures getting to them but at the same time i feel like both of them thrive tom karan and sam karan on pressure and you know both of them can bat so sam karan i feel like 
is a is a good good option to have at six or seven, and then even if the openers don't work, he has opened in uh, uh, the limited overs format, especially in T20 with his uh, in the Natwest T20 blast. He comes up, uh, you know, just to bat in the power play overs, something very very similar to like the Sunil Narayan mold, uh, and just comes up, you know, just just tries to hit a quick fire twenty five thirty of ten fifteen balls. And gives his team a good start, so I feel like that could be an option that Dhoni would look at as well, because he has, uh, you know, made unconventional choices in the past. But yeah, I feel like that that rounds up my analysis of Chennai. Is there anything you want to add, Thomas? No, like so, like I have, like you, you ran through the eleven. So like I was just thinking, I I've come up with a quirky eleven right now. Uh-huh. So like just now, you told that Sam Curran has the ability to come up the order. Yeah. And like he can bat, and he's a, he's he's a technically very uh, good batsman. He, like yes. he, he's yeah, not he as if he's a he's not a he's not a pinch hitter. That's what That's I would true. say. He's, yeah, he's he he has his shots. He has all the shots. That's true. Yes. Yeah. So uh, one thing I I mean it's, it's quirky. Okay. So like uh-huh. uh, as I I had my concerns about Watson whether he could be in form or not and his yeah. fitness levels. I think uh, CSK could go for a Karan and uh, Ambati Raidu yeah, up top. Then yeah, so uh, since I've uh, pushed Watson out of the eleven, that way you have the scope to bring in an NGD, either an NGD or a Tahir, depending on what combination you want. Mm-hmm. So that way you have Karan and uh, Ambati Raidu. Yeah. And uh, after that, you have your uh, uh, path. Then after that, uh, Jadav. Like based on the reasons you told, uh, you kind of convinced me there. Yeah. And then Dhoni. Then after that, yeah. So number six here would in this case it would be uh, Jadeja. Jadeja Bravo. It switches between them depending on the situation, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, uh, yeah, Jadeja I, Bravo, Deepak yeah. Tahir, Ngidi Tahir. Yeah. 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 So, like, yeah. So, Angeli Tahir, that could be a switchable thing. So, it depends yeah. on how they want to play it. So, like, if they want a better uh, fast bowling depth, that way they can just go for Angeli. If they yeah. want a better spin bowling depth, they can go for Tahir. So that way, it, it, so and one more thing, the current uh, thing offers the left hand, right hand opening. That is true. Nation, which is a little tricky to bowl to initially, especially in the power play overs. They can like, uh, I mean, they can profit uh, a lot in the power play because uh, in the middle overs and probably in the death also, I can see CSK struggling a bit. Like I don't know. Like I have, I have, I have a weird feeling about CSK. But yeah, that's what I would like spin the playing eleven around because. Putting Sam Curran as an opener also gives an unpredictability factor because I don't think uh, teams would be that accustomed to that. Yeah. All right. Point taken. Yeah. I think that that that's why I mentioned the fact that you know he can open because I think even Kings Eleven Punjab tried to open with Sam Curran, so uh, it, it 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 did work out to a certain extent because he does give you a good start and he is a technically uh, sorted batsman. He has all the shots in the book, so yeah, point taken there. And yeah. and I guess yeah, we aren't exactly the CSK uh, think tank here deciding uh, the playing eleven here. I think we leave that to Stephen Fleming and Dhoni. Uh, but yeah, they they do have some interesting options yeah. over there. And but I feel like with Bhaji and Raina both leaving uh, the setup, yeah. it does it does put their playoff chances. Uh, I mean yeah, it it, it it's at a 
50-50 over there. But I, I still feel like they could enter at fourth or third because uh, they do well, you know, towards the end of the tournament. I, I even remember, I'm not sure which season it was. There was this one season where uh, they needed the combination to go exactly correct, you know, for them, like the other matches around to go in their way. And like they had to win. Their yeah, game. I remember this. A couple teams had to lose yeah. around them. And it worked out all fine. Yeah. So it, it, it does feel like, uh, you know, lady luck favors CSK. So, and, and I'm not saying this yeah. that they don't deserve it. They, they are probably uh, one of the most successful teams in the IPL. But let's just put it this way. I, I feel like they could still, you know, uh, seal that fourth place eliminator spot. I, I feel like they, they are contenders for that because especially because of their experience because there are going to be games where you're going to be uh, you know in those 50-50 situations where the, the game goes down to the last over and then when you have a head like Dhoni in the middle uh, it could it could really uh, go you know tip the, the scales in their fortune so yeah I think that's my roundup on CSK uh, in case there's any last thing you want to add I think we'll, we'll wrap it up yeah, so like I I see now I I see now based on my in my opinion after the loss of Raina and Baji, I I can see them finishing outside the playoffs, just outside the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And but I wouldn't be surprised if they were in the playoffs as well. They're, they're they're a weird team that way. But like the squad also like I don't know like it's it's giving me the, the age factor is one thing. Plus I mean the age is not a factor here, but like I think the match fitness of certain members. Could be called into question here. It it could play a major factor in them reaching the playoffs or not. And one more thing, the fielding also it could be a little iffy, if I would say one thing. Yeah, I mean, but I I feel like there's still decent amount of fielders in that setup, you know, to to make sure that that things are okay. Like Jadeja is probably the the best fielder in the Indian setup right now, and then you have your Faf, yeah. Sam Karan is is a pretty good fielder as well. And yeah, but I I do get it. Raidu is not too bad either. Uh, so you you have like you know decent amount of fielders uh, spread across, and then you have your Dwayne Bravos who you know have done nothing wrong in the field for such a long long time. And then yeah, as you said, uh, the age factor could could you know be. Uh, I think that's the reason we're all a little skeptical with their with their chances. But I'm not counting them out by by any stretch of. Imagination because it, it is Dhoni, man. Like yeah, that's a, that's a weird thing about them. That's... Yeah, you you can't you. I, I think that that that's the thing which has been consistent with CSK from the start. Even when they've had like really really strong teams, if you do point out the weaknesses, they just all the weaknesses get plugged in just by, I just by I don't know, just just by their their sheer determination to do well and and that that's just something you can you can see in that team across the years and i guess that's what makes them a champion team as well um this this, this could be you know the last time we, yeah. we see this this core group of players together uh, because it they are as as we mentioned again and again on this podcast that they're not getting any younger so you know this this may just be the last time we see this core and with the la- next year with the mega auction this could be their last dance of like like the Jordan Pippin and Rodman team had uh, with the Chicago Bulls in the nineties. So you never know, man. Let's just let's just uh, take it in and and enjoy watching this team one last time, I guess. And I think with that uh, note, let's just wrap it up then. 
all right so thank you to for for, for tuning yep. in to this first episode where we've analyzed csk and a little bit of the bio bubble uh, so next time we'd be doing uh, the delhi daredevils or the delhi sorry my bad the delhi capital capitals old habits die hard <laughs> so we're going to talk about the delhi capitals in the next episode yeah. so uh, see you guys uh, next time all right goodbye bye